Ah, uh, welcome back, everybody! Another episode at the bar with my boy Louie. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. You know, you know how it is. Over here, you know how we get down. We talk about relationships, dating, and everything in between, while cracking open a couple of cold ones or drinking your favorite <clears throat> liqueur beverage. Tonight, I am on some Heineken and Ciroc. Nice little mixture. Ooh, that sounds like a good mix. Yeah, well, I ain't, I'm not mixing them together, but <laughs> I was gonna say it still I mean, sounds I'm, like a good mix, though. Yeah, I'm sipping on my on my Ciroc vodka while I, yeah, takes takes wigs of the Heineken. What you on tonight, man? You drinking anything? Honestly, I, dude, I, I just keep finding myself when I'm in like the chill mode. I keep finding myself with the gin and the uh, ginger ale. It's just it's a good mix. It, if you mix it just right, it, like I don't know, some people probably like the really strong taste. But the way I mix it, it's still a good kick, but it tastes it just like ginger ale. Like you could tell there's hmm. liquor in there, but it, it, I don't know, it tastes good. I was really tempted yesterday at the liquor store just to get some, um, what was it, uh, the Jameson and ginger? Because I love that, mixing Jameson. That, and ginger I was gonna say yeah, that's but. good too. That's that's one of the re- that's one of the times that I actually like because before like my sisters, they loved. They love their fucking Jameson shots, like the ice cold. Ugh, I'll do it because, you know, come on, brother, let's have a shot. And then, like, I don't know, for some reason it just came up. And then, oh, yeah, try it with ginger ale. It's really good. And then I ended up doing it. And I'm like, oh, you know what? It is It is actually really good. But then I came across this woman I ended up going on a date with, and she's the one who turned me on with the just straight-up gin. Well, it has to be good. Like I said before, it's got to be good gin. It can't be cheap. I haven't drank gin since I was probably 17 18 years old and i don't and i think i stopped drinking it because i vomited that night i was drinking black, <laughs> I was drinking black gin Ooh. and uh i forget what i was mixing it with but i know it was black gin and ever since then i hate i hate the taste of gin i hate the smell of gin i just, I just don't deal with it man no, well yeah I, I get it like certain like for me at vodka is like that for me. I, I can't really, really do vodka. You never yeah. have you ever had Ciroc? I actually no, I haven't. You got you got to try Ciroc. Ciroc that's P Diddy. P Diddy's a liquor. Yeah, man, it, it's good. He get, he comes out with really good flavors too. He has a passion fruit one. Man, it tastes like it's like the I don't know the alcoholic version of orange juice. I guess I don't know. I oh, can't, okay. <laughs> but right. it, it's really good. He's got some really. I'm drinking the green apple tonight. Which I don't like apple flavored liquors at all, but his is pretty good. And the only reason I'm drinking a Heineken though is because for the first time, a boss in history for me has gotten us Christmas gifts. So he was two a couple of days ago. It was like, "What kind of beer you drink?" Me and my other coworker. And then I go in today, and he just comes through with a 18 pack of Heineken. Merry Christmas. <laughs> And gives yeah. my other guy his 18 pack of Budweiser. I guess that's what he asked for. Merry Christmas. I'm like, hell yeah. That's I like you, man. I like you. <laughs> yeah, legit. That's when I used to work at this pot store back in the day. One of the customers, every year, he would roll up like the last week of Christmas and he'd be like, All right, guys, come on. He'd like walk he'd walk behind the counter. He'd walk up to the back door and be like, All right, come on, come outside. And he'd pop his trunk and it would just be like 30 racks, like four Damn. different kinds, and he'd be like, Pick one. Merry Christmas, guys. Well, who like do you mean? That. Yeah, he's like, well, I can't make money without you guys. You guys always make sure I get the right pots. So here you go. Take your pick. Every year for 
I think I was there for like eight years. Every year he would be like, here's the third rack. Don't drink it at work. Wink, wink. Have a nice day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wish you would. It'd be nice if he came up next year and he's like, what type of bottle you like? Because then I'd be like, like, well, what's the limit? (laughs) Well, that's honestly, man, when I had the shop, I got a couple customers like that, too. Like, well, mm. I had a customer straight up be like, what do you like to drink? I was like, oh, you just give me some beer. He's like, oh, you like wine? I was like, of course I do. I'm Portuguese. I love wine. <laughs> he ends up coming back with like a seven-year-old or eight-year-old bottle of wine that I, I, I don't even think I opened yet. I think it's still what? sitting downstairs because I don't want to open it yet. Like, I, I, like, I don't want to just open it and take like one drink out of it. I'm like, no, I'm going to wait. And then my yeah. sister was like, don't worry, we'll drink it. And I think it's been down sitting in my pantry for like. No, like six months now, so it's almost going to be another Man. year old. <laughs> hey, Julia, um, for the audience, Julia's my fiance. She, um, she had a hundred dollar bottle of wine that she had gotten from when she went to Spain, and we nice. cracked that open two years ago, well, a year and a half ago. And she said she'd had that bottle for probably three, four years. I wasn't, th- I wasn't all that impressed. I still got the video that shows um, our reaction to drinking it. She likes it. I just wasn't all that hype about it. And yeah. um had another high, high uh, experience when I had this roommate. He had this, I think he said it was a, man, I forget how much that bottle of Remy Martin was, but he said it was a high price, but I was like three, $400 bottle of uh, brandy. And yeah. I didn't like it. I was, I was like, man, I thought, thought $400 stays better than this. I would spend that on something else. I ain't, I wasn't feeling it, but I'm not really uh I guess I'm not a Remy Martin guy either, either. Cause I, well, okay. So I ended up getting one of my good friends. He used to work at a liquor store and he ended up giving me this like bottle of Remy Martin. And it was like, in you know, like, like a nice decorative case or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, two glasses and man, I, I don't know what it was, but at the time I fucking loved that shit, man. It was just a little, little bit of Remy Martin. Like, you know, the, the shot glass is probably like, those are the shot glasses. It's probably like, you know, the typical, like, on the rocks glass. I'm sure I'm not describing it correctly, for lack of a better term. But, like, literally, like, a third of the cup, you'd put Ray Martin, and then you'd throw a couple things of ice. And then just, a, like, not even to the top. Like, probably, like, two-thirds with Coke. Oh, my God. It was so good, man. And probably, like, two glasses, maybe three. I was feeling great. I was... That was good shit, man. That shit was so good. And I kept it like hidden in the back. And the, I was with the, at the time I was with my ex-wife and she, uh, she just, no, nah, I can't drink that. She only wine and, uh, damn, what the hell is that stuff that like 99% of women drink with the fruit? It's, it's wine, I think. Uh, what the hell is it called? Like it's, you mix like a wine. Sangria? With, Sangria, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, sangria will. Hey, <laughs> listen, I'm not knocking it. I've there's some sangria that was really good. I'm just saying that that's that's literally all she drinks. She we like went almost- to one restaurant. I don't, I don't know the name of the restaurant now, but uh, <clears throat> they let you get a sangria by the pitcher, and me and Julia Damn. Got fucked up. <laughs> well, yeah, I was, I was fucked say, up. So you get fucked up on that shit. You get that yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so. uh... <laughs> Hey, you oh, guys, we, we could talk about drinking stories all day. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll have to be a different episode. Let, let, let's get to the main topic of today. And an, another little topic I would like to touch on at the end that might lead into some some comedy. But to start off, I want to talk about 
how soon is too soon? Or what is the ideal time for someone that is looking to get back out there in the world of dating when they have come out of a marriage, a long marriage? I've been I've been married for 10 years myself, uh, two kids in that marriage, and was divorced. Luis, you said you'd been married for 13 years, you said? Or y'all well, been yeah, together so, for 13? Well, yeah. So I say 13, but in reality, like, you know, actual we were together for 13 but married for seven but the reason why i say 13 is because like i've i i've known my kid's mother since fifth grade and we dated back in like junior high and then got back together so that that's why i always just say we were married for 13 years because from day one we were act like we were married that's mm -hmm. just how it is but yeah that's that's why i say it so since we have all that experience between the both of us, we've both been in long-term, a very long-term relationship is yeah. the point. So what do, what do you see as the acceptable or, or how would you feel is the normal for getting back out there into the dating world after being with that one person for so long? Uh, it's, like I said, this, this is going to be one of those those topics because in reality it it really the time frame that's needed right really depends on a lot of different factors and mainly like one of the biggest thing is like what happened like what caused the initial breakdown of like yeah. you know the relationship because let's just say like for conversation points if the breakdown was just a simple like you know the love for you and for each other just broke down and it's just not, you know, the spark per se is just not there anymore. Then there's really not really any time frame, you know, if, if, if someone catches your eye and you want to get to know them and it's only within a couple months, whatever it is, what it is, but that's one scenario. But mm -hmm. if it was something like, you know, only one person of the couple didn't want the relationship to end, the other one did, then it, it, that's what I mean. That's a different. And then, the, and then obviously the worst case scenario where there was like a case of like infidelity where someone had an affair or someone cheated. So that's what I mean. It's, it's many different things. Like in my, in my personal experience, uh, I went through a divorce, obviously, you know, um, but I ended up catching my ex-wife in an affair. Thank God it wasn't physically. Cause I'm sure that would have had some mental fucking shit. I would have been dealing with. It still like yeah. did put a fucking load of stress on me. For me, it took me shit, man, before I actually like considered getting into a relationship. Actually, you know what? I'll start with this. It took me almost a year to even consider like actively seeing another woman. And I mean, just literally just like trying and I'll be blunt as possible. Me is trying just even just to get laid. Like wow. just, that's just I just a straight up year because I just it in not gonna lie it fucked me up because you know she was to me she was the love of my life so to catch her doing that and then going through all that shit of like because when that happens to you regardless if it's a man or a woman but when that happens to you you really look at yourself like what in many different just knock the mic over my back. <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties. Looper. Um, 
you really look at yourself as like what in many different ways, like what could I have done wrong? What could I have done better? And then like as as you like move forward, you start to realize and you know, in my situation, of course, you start to realize it wasn't really anything I could do. And I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people listening who's going to say that there was there was something you could do, Lewis. But, you know, it's really not because if you knew my situation, you would understand why I couldn't. There was just nothing I could do. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> but like with that said, it, it really took me like I want to say it was a year, maybe a little more until I like actually went on a date. Now, from then to like actually consider like letting myself be vulnerable because that's really what a relationship is. Yeah. I was about to get into that too. Yeah. But go ahead. So let's, that, that's literally what it is. And just to make it short and then you could, you could jump in on it. When you, when you're in a relationship with someone, right, you're, you're literally like making yourself vulnerable to them because you're exposing yourself. And I'm sure there's going to be someone who's going to say, I'm, I'm saying it wrong and you know, I should describe it like that. But in reality, that's, it's the truth. That's the you're, truth. That's what it is. You give, you're giving somebody else the ability to fucking destroy you. Cause that's literally what it is. That's, and that shit scares people. I, I, yeah, I believe that's what holds people back so lie. much. It fucking scared the shit out of me. It really did. That's why, like, man, like, I will say I was honest with all the girls that I dated and straight up told them, like, where I came from. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't, like, giving them the fucking 12-chapter novel. <laughs> but <laughs> I was at least telling them, like, hey, I just came, I just went through some shit. I'm not looking for a relationship. And they were all, like, super appreciative. You know, listen up, guys. Mm-hmm. Be honest. Just straight up tell them a lot of women like that shit. <laughs> you don't oh, have to man. lie. <laughs> you don't have to lie. Trust me. If you are honest, you'll still get it. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so, yeah, it, it after like the year hiatus of like literally no joke, bro. Wake up, go to work, go to gym, come home uh, fucking over and over and over again for pretty much a year because I just. I couldn't like I couldn't mentally do it. It was just too fucked up. And then any other spare time I had was just my kids. No one else got any of that. And then I started to be like, all right, I need to venture out. And then it was probably like after that year mark, it was like another year and a half before I even considered like, again, making myself vulnerable because that's, that's literally what it is. I don't care what anybody says. You, you have to make you, the decision like okay i really like this woman or guy you know whoever's listening <laughs> um <laughs> so and, you were really you were really hurt right yeah it, i'm not gonna lie bro it destroyed me like it, it literally destroyed me like i because it, it made me question everything about me like am i not attractive am i not funny like it, it that's why i say it literally destroyed me and i had to like pick myself back up and pretty much like I'm, I'm not gonna say reinvent myself because i'm still the same lewis that i have been i'm just stronger hmm. so it's you know and physically and mentally you know joining the army definitely helped on both aspects of physical and mental but um did that have anything to do with you joining the army the well the, not the necessarily well yeah okay so it was like a 50 50 because like growing up i always wanted there's, there's like three things I always wanted to do. And I'm not even joking. My mom will even back this up. 
I like literally she said it. She was like, you were saying this shit all growing up. Like these three things. I always wanted to be a mechanic. Shit. I'm a great mechanic. Now I've owned my own shop. Like, you know, and then the other two was to be a cop and then to join the army. I wanted to be a soldier. That's so funny that two of your things you wanted to do is two of the things I wanted to do. Army and cop. (laughs) Yeah. So it's mean, like, and I still to this day want to be a cop. For some, like, I remember talking to Ed. You remember Alvarez, right? Yeah, yeah. I tried to tell Alvarez, like, let's go, let's join the academy together. Let's be cops, bro. You, you know the movie Let's Be Cops? Yeah, that's fucking <laughs> That's the way I hilarious. would approach it to him, like, bro, let's be cops. <laughs> let's do this shit. That movie was fucking awesome. I've I watched that movie, movie so many times. But yeah, I, <laughs> I've always wanted to be a cop. I've, just i i'm not like everybody who always sees a cop as a bad guy even though as soon no. as they pull me over i'll be cussing them out i've cussed <laughs> out plenty of cops but yeah. i understand too at the end of the day and i don't want to get too deep all into this i'm just making a statement and then we can move on but <laughs> people make it like a cop is supposed to know who you are yeah like, a cop doesn't know you from a can of paint when they come up to you they're treating you like a complete stranger because you are a complete uh you are a complete stranger. They don't know yeah, you. Yeah. And people just be expecting them like, I ain't even doing nothing wrong and the cop wanna fuck with me. And I'll, cop, he don't know you. I I would treat you the same way. And I'm not a cop. I don't fucking know you, bro. <laughs> so No, yeah, exactly. I mean, but other than that, I I would I would love to be a cop. I feel like it's an honorable job to have. And it's it's one of those things that still sit on me too. And firefighter also. I there's something about me that really wants to be about public service. And I think that's why I joined the army first. Cause and I think I actually told my recruiter this. I said I, I would like to join the army first because I feel like that'll set me up better for when I do potentially eventually want to become a cop or a firefighter. Cause I just want to do something that helps people. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. I and people that know me be like, Bryson like but yeah I really do enjoy knowing that I'm in a position where I can help people it is something that I've always liked to do but go back to your story though I don't I want to get too far off track uh all right so what, what I left off because <laughs> that shit happens like that yeah uh, your mom can back you up on the three things that oh, you oh, oh yeah so so what ended up happening so so uh, where I left off so I was like it was like probably about two years so it was Two years after I've actually like fully divorced, moved in uh, with my sister. And that's when I like finally started to put myself out there. But then I started to realize that like I was I was still really being bothered by it. And then I don't know what the hell, like what it was, but just some something made like the army just like pop into my head. So, you know, I ended up going down to a recruiter office and, you know, long story short, you know, six years later now I'm in. But what it ended up was is what ended up like starting the idea is when I first got married. So I was back in 2008. I brought it up to you know my wife at the time um, that I I want to join the army because you know I've always wanted to and I you know it could it could really help. No, this is me talking to my ex. So it could really help us as a family and you know they pay for kid to college and stuff like that. It's cheaper health insurance and it all of that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, you know, I, I just wanted to be a really good husband and she was going to school for, I believe architecture at the time. 
and I wanted to back her up. So I decided, actually, let me rephrase that. We, you guys can't see me, but I'm <laughs> quoting right now. We decided that, you know, we, I'm, I'm going to wait until she gets out of college. That ended up, you know, failing. And then I helped her through another job, which ended up turning into a great career for her, which I'm not an envious person. I'm happy for it because it is a great career. Um, and then after, you know, fast forward through present where I'm like starting to realize like I'm going through shit. And I just, I, I was like, you know what? I, I need a fucking change. Like I've, I've had so many people tell me that like they're proud of me because they've seen guys go through less and like the type of divorces, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like literally just like mentally like fucking break down and they, they're talking to me and they're like, you're fucking doing great. And I'm not like trying to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm like the king of this shit because I was doing good, but I just, it just felt like, all right, it just, I, something still bothered me. So I need to change. And then the army was the change for me. Like it just, it was just that 180 to like restructure me. And then that's what actually like helped build my confidence back up to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I can do this. It definitely built my confidence. Yeah, definitely. But, um, it's, but again, it, that still built my confidence, but the downfall of going through like some shit like that is you learn to forgive, but you will never forget like ever. So even then, so like Lily, so I got back, this was 2018. So I've been now officially separated, divorced for about three years. Um, and it still took me like a year of like talking to like women on and off going on dates, but to like even consider like going on a, like a date that had meaning, you know what I mean? To like work towards something to get to a vulnerability point to where I would consider like bringing a woman in and like becoming a relationship because that shit's, it's true. It's scary, man. Like, and that's the thing too, like up to that point, like maybe I was naive, but at that, like before all that shit went down, I never, people, people can try to call me out and say I'm a liar, but I've never thought of being cheated on ever. Because it's not that I was like, you know, ignorance as bliss, as bliss, I mean. Yeah. I just was like, I don't know. She just, she never gave me those vibes. She just. I feel like, like no one ever gives you those vibes. Like, well, I don't, well, I feel I like, don't know. There's nowadays, man, shit. Like, some of, <laughs> I don't know if these but girls people are just get like into relationships for the videos, and they, they be so like, they're like, nah, he would never. Like, would he though? Wishy though, like you don't never. It's like, it's like you never really fucking know. Well, his so there's, there's actually like I should have brought. I don't have the fucking notes in front of me. Next time I'll be more prepared. But there's <laughs> actually a study on a lot of like this type of relationships where I would like to see that study. We you yeah, gotta bring I, bring I'm that gonna, to the bring next podcast. We yeah, we're gonna get well, on that study. There's actually a study that shows that a lot of like couples. I think it was they pulled it out from like couples. Um, uh, counseling where a lot of couples where one is so in love with the other partner that there was a ton of red flags, but they just, they just decided to like almost like turn a blind eye to said red flags because they love them so much. Oh, I can believe but, that. 
Yeah, but and then after the relationship started to fail, that you know, not start to fail, but after the relationship failed, is when they start to realize. And the reason why, like this shit came up, just popped in my head, is because, like, bro, no joke. I do not have no regrets. Like, even if I can go back in time, and like literally have all the knowledge I know right now, and know that she's gonna cheat on me, I would no shit, like a hundred percent, not lying play exactly the same way because i love my kids i love them to death and my they're like my fucking purpose on this planet so like i there's no way that i would not that i would risk not having them so with that said it's it's just like it's one of those things like now let you know shit it's fucking my son's gonna be 12 so now like we'll say like 15 years later right I have my like friends that I've known for a long time. Like one of my good friends, Jason, I don't know if he'll ever hear the podcast, but if he does shout out, Jason, love you, bro. Um, he straight up asked me one day and he goes, bro, I've known you for a really long time. Like we've literally known each other since we were like 11 years old. And he's like, I just want to ask you a serious question and I don't want you to get upset. And I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a good one. I love when the fucking <laughs> conversation starts like that. <laughs> this is going to be a fucked up question. And he's like, like you're like what and the literally the way he worded it like we we're at his house and drinking beers and fucking watching i think soccer at the time and he's like what did you see in her and I, of course i was I'm gonna about be to a, ask you that myself that was gonna be like my question it, at the end of this whole little yes, thing about he, you is, is what did you see in it that made you fall in love so yeah that it's kind of funny how you brought that in anyway and, he, so. and like i don't know man at the time and bryson i've literally thought about this many times bro and i can't fucking think of anything like i really can't i really can't think of a pinpoint of like this is what it was and he's like what did you see in her and i'm like you know people i I don't know dude (laughs) i really don't it's fucking just with it for 13 years i can't even fucking think of like like why i loved her like i i I don't and i like truly 100 percent love this woman loved loved you can't, past tense. Fucking, you can't think of why <laughs> well like uh, so you, that, on the spot, you know what it is I think I think it was you know what it was man I think it was because there was time in it because legit the way it was right we met in 5th grade we were friends she asked me out in 6th grade then we went out 6th 7th and 8th grade she was, she was a grade higher than me so when she went to high school we ended up breaking up and then all through high school, she dated this fucking douchebag. I hope you're listening. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a douchebag because he was dating her, but he treated me like a dick because he knew that his girl still wanted me. Literally, like, right after high school when I graduated, I ended up running into her friend at a store. And then we ended up, you know, we ended up, I ended up asking her for telling her friend to let me get her number and you know long story short we ended up dating again and then that that's what i think it was man i think it was just like an old flame and then it just in art so here's the fucked up part too right you know when like you tell someone you love like when you say i love you to someone for the first time more than often it's an uncontrollable reaction like it's not just like i'm you're planning it out where you're like i'm gonna tell this person i love them a lot of the times your brain just like fucking hiccups and just blurts out. I love you. 
was <laughs> I know that um I know with Julia, I actually I knew I was gonna tell her that night when I told yeah. her. Because yeah. I, I was feeling it and I'm like, I I I can't put it down. It's just, it's there. But um with my first with my first wife, my fiance, I mean my my ex wife, um, she blurted it out. <laughs> so yeah. it's funny you say it like that. She's she said something along the lines like, um, she, I don't know if she says like, well, I, I told, I told my friend I'm going with some, I'm like, I'm, no, I'm going with him tonight. Cause like, I, I love being with him and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, you love being with me? You love me? So she kind of like blurted out the L word first. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. So, and we were at the rec center on Aberdeen Proving the Grounds, uh, military post. That's where we were. I yeah. remember we were at the fucking bar stool in front of the pool tables. I remember everything pretty much about. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> about the thing. Like, shit. I do like and that's the other thing too. Like, I have, I have a very visual mind. So, like, a lot. Man, I get so many fucking stories. <laughs> that's another podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I like literally remember the day. Like, we left. At the time, me and my brother were like renting this small apartment that my parents like renovated or whatever house. And she picked me up and we're driving away. And I like, I don't remember the exact subject we were talking about, but I just remember she turned off the street and we were talking about, I'm pretty sure it was like where we wanted to go to eat because, of course, I don't know what it is about you women, man. You, you'll be hungry. <laughs> But they don't know what they want to decide. eat. Bro. And then when I give, <laughs> when any man gives you a fucking choice, nope, not that. Then why are you asking me? Like, just, you know how to win that argument, bro? Just always offer tacos. No woman says no to tacos. Well, yeah, guys like tacos too, but you know, there you a go. A lot of the times they hold out, so we go to the ones we can actually get. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so like, like I just remember that, and then for some reason. Like, bro, still to this day, I don't know why, but I just remember, like, looking at her, and instead of saying, like, I just want to know what you want, I literally was like, I love you. And she, I remember she was like, what? No. And I was like, did you just say fucking no? What the fuck? And she's like, you just say I loved you. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. This is so embarrassing. And then, but yeah, since we're getting off track, I like, I don't know, bro, I the fuck the fucked up part was right, and this is this is one <clears throat> part that I keep like if I when I actually start to think about it, this is something I always came back to. She was like, she was like a split personality where, in front of other people, she had like this persona she had to like keep up and like you know tough bitch blah blah blah. I like when girls I like that people know I'm a bitch like that type of attitude. Yeah. But then ar- around me at home, she was sweet. And she was playful and like, it, it was like a different woman. But again, like the type of person I am, I'm not like a hobbit. I like being out like and hanging with my friends at the time. Like now I'm like, fuck that. You'll see me at home, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'll be at home. <laughs> <laughs> but like at the time, like, you know, we liked entertaining, like we had a nice house. So we always had people over. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I, if I bet if I like actually sat down and like, meticulously went through my thoughts and like thought and like try to pick out details i would actually have like more stuff but i i don't know i really don't like she was man i'm not even gonna lie she was good looking she's still good looking mm-hmm. but i'm sorry i ain't chasing that fucking tree no more hell no she is somebody else's problem <laughs> i'm all set with that so for you it took you about 
it seems as like from what your story said, yeah, about two years in total before you were completely cool with meeting other women, being vulnerable, putting yourself out there again, right? Yeah, roughly. Yep. About that. So <clears throat> there's going to be a big difference between me and Louie because <laughs> it did not take me two years. <laughs> but I did go through the same emotional feelings that Lewis went through. And um, because I, I also felt like, damn, I'm so horrible that she just wants to get a divorce. That's how I meet. That was my immediate reaction. My instant reaction. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not attractive enough. I'm not funny enough. Or my jokes not hitting anymore. Is my sex horrible? Like, what is it? And I, that was my first thought. And then, I was like, you know what? I think my head has been out of this shit anyway, because I mean, yeah, I'm having an emotional hit, but I don't feel the way I thought I would feel by somebody asking me, let's get a divorce. I was more so, and I, and I, and I eventually saw too, I was more so hurting over the fact that I knew my kids now have to deal with the divorce as opposed to me being hurt about losing this woman, which um, I, I really don't know if I care that much about losing her. I care more about knowing that I'm not going to wake up and go to sleep in the same house as my children as yeah. opposed to yeah. waking up and going to sleep in the same house as my woman. That didn't matter to me. I just knew that my child's, my children's lives were going to change from this point forward. So that's what hurt me the most. And as far as getting back out there, I think... I remember, I remember texting, texting uh, my 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 wife at the time just to confirm that we're done, right? Like this, we're not getting back together, right? Like you're good, no more. We're not going to therapy or nothing about this. This is it. And when I felt like I got my last confirmation that let me know, I was like, cool. So I opened up my Tinder account. I opened up a uh, it was Tinder and. It was another one. I, I don't know. I can't remember. The other one must have been a low budget app, but it mostly Tinder. And I just went on and got to work. And I was low like, fuck budget it. Because <laughs> it must have been the black wannabes. or blackpeoplemeet.com or OKCupid, one of those. It wasn't Blacked? like. Isn't that a porno site? No. Gonna get black. Oh, no. Black is actually a, a porn site, but I think there's actually a <laughs> black.net or blackpeoplemeet.net or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, um, I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ended up going to blackpeoplemeet.net or something like that. It was one of those black yeah. uh, apps <clears throat> because I feel like, well, damn, the white women ain't, ain't flocking to me. So let me go over to blackpeoplemeet.com. And then I started getting like, I was getting DMs. After D I was getting blown the fuck up. You know, light skin, pretty eyes. They love that shit. Yeah, so, that's true. I hear that shit all the time. I was get I was getting murdered over there, but I wasn't getting murdered on Tinder. But I ended up meeting. I ended up uh, eventually meeting people on Tinder, and I think I was sleeping. I think I started getting getting nooky like in a month. Like it didn't take me that <laughs> long, which I didn't think it would anyway. I was in shape, <clears throat> and yeah. um. I was in shape. I'm a good looking guy. I got my, you know, I got my military picture up on the, um, 
that's my profile pic. So I'm definitely going to get hits, right? So, yeah. <laughs> of course, the the the, the uniform. For oh sure. yeah, and and I was getting hits. It's just I only ended up sleeping with probably one of those people, which yeah. happened to be a. <clears throat> which actually happened to be the cousin of one of the sergeants. Oh, my God. Unit. I remember this story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I probably told you about it. So, yeah, yep. you happened to be yep. the cousin of one of the sergeants in our unit. And uh, fucking small world. And because it out, because I was such still in like <coughs> uh, F that bitch mode at the time, yep. I brought yep. her back to the apartment while we were while furniture was still in there. And. I mean, pretty much, you know, did her all around the house, all around the apartment three times. And, um, I mean, God, I was, I was full of stamina at that time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, cause it, in your mindset, you're like, I got a fucking, I got some shit to prove. Yeah. I got, I got to put it down. It I got to make sure I still got it. So yeah. Um, yes. Yes. The knocked her out. Um, <laughs> so yeah i don't want to say any names in any of that but we were i did that and so it, it really didn't take me long to get back to a period where i could have sex with people but it did take me a second to get back to a point where i could emotionally be vulnerable to people because sex was just sex to me i was like well I still have to get laid. I'm a man. So that's what I was on the sites for. I was not on there to meet anybody. And I pretty yeah. much made that clear. Like you said, be just be honest with them. I was being straight up honest. Like I just got out of a marriage. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say I love you. I'm not kissing you. I didn't kiss anybody. I, t- I, I would tell them straight up front. Don't, don't try to kiss me. Um, I'm just here for this. If you want to hang out, we can hang out. X, Y, Z. And that's yeah. what it was for the most part. It was just a sex thing. I had this other one girl too. She always wanted, she always wanted like, are we dating? Like, why won't you make me your girlfriend? I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm 32 years, 31, 32 years old. Hell no. If you have to ask. Like, what no. the fuck is no. wrong with you? Like, no. I I said, I don't want a girlfriend. I had one, <laughs> one girl asked me why. Well, why don't you like me? Like, why don't you like want to make it official? I was like, you don't know why. I'm gonna be honest with you. You sound like my ex-wife, and your voice is very annoying. And she and she was like, what? I was like, you sound like my ex-wife, and your voice is very annoying. And she was like, well, that's really fucked up. I'm like, well, I'm on a very honest trip right now, and (laughs) and that and that was legit too. Like, I was, I got out of got out of my relationship with my ex-wife and I was on a very honest trip. Like if you asked me the fucking question, you were getting the answer. I didn't care if you liked it. I didn't care how nice it came across or how mean it was. I was going to tell you how I felt. And I bumped into one girl that actually, she ended up, we were riding down the road one day because she wanted to come back to my apartment. Well, my, my room, because I didn't have an apartment. But, I probably told you this story too before, um, Lewis. But um, <clears throat> we're riding in the car, and she's and she legit tells me she's like, "I just want you to know, I really like you." And I was like, "Sorry, excuse me, I'm burping." Is that I really like you? And I'm like, "I can on the highway, bro. I'm slowing my car down." 
This bitch is going <laughs> to smack me. I got to slow down. So I'll flip this bitch. I'm slowing my car down, bro. And she's like, and I said, why? I legit asked her, why would you like me? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. I just do. Her words. I I come back and I'm like, I intentionally, legit guys, I'm telling you this at that moment in the car, going about 55 miles an hour because I'm on the highway. I want to slow down because I'm like, I'm really trying to process this. I'm like, I'm intentionally mean so that you don't get to this point. I don't want you to like me. I'm a, not a good person. I will do you dirty. I told her this. And she's like, it doesn't matter if you don't like me back. Blah, blah, blah. What? I still like you. And I told her to do some things at that time just, just to be an asshole again. Because I'm like, well, I got to rub this asshole in the shin a little more. Yeah. So I made her do a certain thing that women do sometimes while a man is driving. We'll keep it at that. And, <laughs> and she like did. A donut. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this woman. And then so she comes back to my place. She wants to hang out. She's she keeps Damn. coming in real quick, giving me kisses and stuff. And I'm telling you, like, I'm so I'm so emotionally detached because of my divorce and getting out of relationship to stuff. I'm thinking about my kids and stuff. That I'm just like, <clears throat> I told her, yo, stop, stop doing that. Don't kiss me anymore. I don't want to be kissed. And she's, why? Why don't you want to be kissed? I don't want you getting the wrong idea. I don't yeah. like yep. you. <laughs> I, 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 I literally, damn, dude. And I, I'm telling, I was a brutal man. I was, I was, a, say, I was that's a brutal as man. Brutal as it gets. He's just I'll, dropping the guillotine every time. <laughs> I was a brutal man, head. bro. Like I don't like you. I don't want you that way, and I don't want you getting confused. And she's like, "But it's funny though, and I and I like kissing you." I'm like, "No, don't do that." And I, man, it just I dropped her off the next morning. And she thought we were going to hang out that weekend. I was dropping her off for good. That was it. We're not hanging out no more. I'm done. So, but then eventually, I think five, six months had passed, <laughs> and I bumped into Julia. Yeah. My current fiance. And she was going to be the next victim <laughs> in my line of brutalness. <laughs> but there was something about Julia that really just, I wasn't looking. I, I mean, I really wasn't looking. I, I mean, I'm looking for sex. I'm just looking to get my get my rocks off, but I wasn't looking for love. I wasn't trying to find that at all. Yeah. And Julia comes around and she's just this, the most, excuse me, guys, while I get a little googly here, but <laughs> <laughs> she was just the most, the most beautiful eyes, the most beautiful smile. Um, she just brought joy to me that day on our first date, meeting yeah. off a uh, hinge. Yeah. She brought so much joy to me that I immediately said, I don't think I want to be mean. Like, I'm not trying to just bang her and go. Like, I, I'm actually interested in seeing her again and getting to know her again and again yeah. and again. And, and now I'm here two and a half years later. I didn't gave her a ring, <laughs> and You're like I'm trying to keep her. She, yeah, she, I, I want to keep her. Like I don't. It's so. I to answer the question about how long it should take. 
I mean, I guess in my in my opinion, I feel like there's never no legit time frame. It's really just yeah, a no. matter of what works for you. I yes. I've always lived yes. by the motto of don't <laughs> put a timetable on things. Just let life happen. Because if you just just let things go, let it happen. It'll flow. It'll come to you if it's meant for you at that time. Julia apparently was meant for me at that time. I needed to meet Julia. I met her, and she's been a great addition in my life. She's made a lot of things about me better. Yeah. The other good. women didn't. Nothing sparked in them that made me feel any different about the way I was treating women. I mean, I went through a slew of probably about seven women during that time frame, and I was just talking to them all like dog shit. And they were cool with it. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, Julian. So for me, it it took me anywhere from five to six months. For Lewis, it took him about two years. I mean, it really just, yeah, just don't, I, I, I still stick to the, don't, don't put a time frame on it. Just, just let things happen. Don't, don't try to say, oh, I'm going to be single for it. Three years, and I'm just not going to deal with anybody. You might be passing up on your husband or your fiance, or I mean, or your wife at that point. Like, don't, I don't feel like you should put a timetable on it, but just, you know, just just do you go about your life, but don't just automatically reject guys because you're like, oh, it's only been eight months, I can't have you yet. Like, that's yeah. I feel like that's stupid. Like, just. Let that person come in. If it if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And if it's not meant to be, you'll figure it out and you'll let that person go. So Yeah. Yeah. That, that's I, how I feel on it. All right. So for don't get me wrong. For me, like right now, so like I'm on this thing and it took me a little while to realize this. I'll make this short, but it took me a little bit to realize this where like in my past relationships, which I from the ones I'm talking about is like my kid's mother. And then there was one after that, which we dated for about two years. And then, you know, as, as my luck will have it, I found out she was cheating on me. So after that, like, you know, double uppercut, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not even going to lie. I, I straight up had a whole face. I, mm-hmm. and it, it, but it, I would, I will honestly say, and, shit any one of the girls are probably going to listen to this and they can call me out and i'll literally bring them on and they can call me out on the mic but literally every one of them i was straight up honest i told them i'm not looking for nothing this is why this is what it's going to be and it was the same thing it's not that i mistreated them or was rude to them but i just didn't give them like the full boyfriend effect you know what i mean like i was still me around them but like you don't get the full attention. You don't get anything like that. But like now, like I'm talking like present day, I'm just, I have goals that I want to get. Like I, there's goals that I want to reach before I even put time into a relationship. And the reason why I say it like that is because when I'm in a relationship, I'm a hundred fucking 10% in that relationship where I want to make sure I make time for you. I want to make sure I have time for us so we can hang out, even if we're not even doing anything, just so we're hanging out together. But like if I preach that a lot with Julia all the time, 
Like, that's what I mean. Us together, even if, like, you're on the other side of the coach and you're on your laptop and I'm on my laptop, we're still together. Like, we're mm-hmm. mentally there, but we're still together. But, like, there's just shit I know that I've, like, in my past, and again, I definitely preach this to, you don't bring your past with you. This isn't something that I'm bringing with me. This is something I'm learning from where I'm not going to let my goals get pushed aside again. So until I get the goals that I want, I'm not going to get myself into a situation to be like a hundred percent into a relationship right now. Have I met some women that, you know, over the course of the years that probably would have been a, a good relationship. Yeah, it probably would have been, but I'm like, I don't want to give up myself because one thing that I also always say is don't bring your past back. Like don't focus on that because then you're going to find a reason from your past in your future that you don't like and you're going to fuck it up. Yep. But then the other thing is, is if you're not a hundred percent on yourself, you can't be a hundred percent for somebody else. So that's where I'm at right now, where I need to get these goals done. I don't care if it takes me another five years, 10 years, well, hopefully not 10, the fuck, (laughs) (laughs) but another five years, you know, I'm hoping like another year or two tops and I'll get to the goals I want and then I'll be like fine with. But again, it's it's like you just said, don't rush it. If shit's meant to be, it's meant to be. Yep. But I, I just I'm at like that's where I'm at right now. Do I want to be single? Honestly, no, I'm not that type. Like I like and I put it as simple as possible. And I'm sure everyone can relate to this in one way or another. I I enjoy being missed. Like when I go to work. And like, you know, if you live with your significant other like that, they just miss you. I enjoy that. And like, I enjoy missing being with that person. But again, it, it just goes back to what I just said. If you, if you're not a hundred percent of yourself, like you mentally, like physically where you're at, you don't need to be perfect. You don't. But if you're not a hundred percent where you're at, you're not going to be a hundred percent for someone else. And then again, I understand like you partners lift each other up. That's all grow, all good and all. Been there, done that. I have my own fucking path that I want to do now, and no one's going to change that shit. So that's just where I'm at right now. And it's, but again, I still 100% agree with you with the, you you need to, you like, you need to just be patient. Because if you just go out and find it, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be. Same shit. Well, it's not just the same shit, but there's still that chance. You're going to be part of that Hallmark story, man. Wrong place. No, I'm sorry. Right place. Right person, wrong time. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean. And I've, man, I'm not gonna lie. I've had that. There was this one girl, and she'll probably never hear this podcast because I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe she will. Maybe she won't. This girl named Jennifer. She was like a fucking sweetheart. She was amazing. She was a good mom. She was. She was had this like amazing added uh, personality, and. I ended up stopped talking to her to go out with my ex-girlfriend who cheated on me. And I fucking regret it to this day because I just imagined like the relationship with her would have been amazing. She was, Mm -hmm. she was very like, she was a good parent. Like her, her daughter and my daughter were like close in age, like still to this day. I, I regret it. That's probably the only thing I regret is I should have been like, fuck you to this ex. Because when their ex is for a reason, my dumb yep. ass was like, oh, well, she's pretty. She had blue eyes and blonde and she's sweet as fuck. 
Ah, fuck. <laughs> oh, blue eyes, man. Oh, dude, it's it's like it's fucking kryptonite, bro. It really is. Like it looks like a redhead with green eyes. Like ah, shit. Yeah, stop it. Stop. Sorry. It, stop it. I'm sure. I'm sorry, Cat. I'm sure you're gonna listen to this. You know I love you. I mean, category <laughs> searching tonight, man. <laughs> it's fucking true, though, bro. It's literally what it was. She was like my little kryptonite. She was a sweetheart. She was a hundred percent a one eighty to my ex. So when she came into my life, she like we didn't break up in a bad way, but it was kind of like just a like poof, you're gone, and then she just came back just like a fucking gust of wind. And my stupid ass chose her over the the like potential great life partner. So that's probably the only one I actually like. I call it like the the one that got away. You know what I mean? Nah, <laughs> she's the one that got away, huh? Yeah. So it's that's that's what I mean. So like, if if I would have just been patient, I probably would have been with her. But just that's where I'm at right now. It's like be for real, be patient. Like focus on you because trust me, and guys. Seriously, if any guy was listening to this, women can take it too, but this is mainly for the guys. If women, when it comes to like attractiveness, right? I've talked to a lot of women. There's even been some dates that literally it's just, it turned into a platonic date because we just realized we ain't good for each other, but fuck it. I'm, we're both here. Hey, I've, I've date. had one of those too. Like, I've had, a, I've had like six because I, um, I had a whole phase. You remember that time we was, uh, we was on the COVID. We're supposed to be on the COVID mission. Yeah, yeah, I went out on a date during that time. I I went out on a car date. You fucking brave motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it was a car date and um, Texas Roadhouse. I think it was a Texas Roadhouse or Logan or Logan. Uh, no, not Logan. It's not Logan, right? Logan. What the hell? Is What's Logan? that other steakhouse with the L? Outback. Longhorn Steakhouse. Yeah. Oh, Longhorn. Okay. <laughs> Logan. Logan. I'm thinking of back in Mississippi. We have a place called uh, Logan's. Oh, um, okay, okay. Yeah, Longhorn Steakhouse. I took her out on a dinner date, and she was really yeah. cool. But I instantly realized, like, eh, probably won't see you again on that type of level. But you cool. Yeah. You cool though. You cool. She yeah. was. We had yep. a lot of shit in common. We never spoke again after that, honestly, though. But we did have a lot of stuff in common. She was a real cool girl, but there was no attraction there past that for me, in my opinion. But um, yeah. So, <clears throat> any uh, closing statements you'd like to make on this uh, topic of well, that we've man. discussed tonight? Like it, it was, it was one topic, but there's just so many like points that we hit. Honestly, the the the, the biggest thing. Oh. I'm sorry, real quick before we hit that the closing mark. What I was saying was, when it, guys, straight up, honestly, a good woman, and a good woman can describe many different things, but a good woman will literally come to you or find you attractive if she can tell that you find yourself attractive. And I'm not talking about being a cocky dude walking around like that's not what I mean. Like if you find yourself like confident in yourself, is what I mean. Mm-hmm. You will find a high value woman because she's going to realize that you're a high value man. And she's literally, that's just how it is. Can you find them? Yes. But you got to understand for every one high value woman that you see on a dating site, just realize that there's like fucking 20, probably 15, if not 20 dudes hitting her up at the same time with some ridiculous shit. And she doesn't know if you're one of the high value or some ridiculous shit. She's so got to be different. Well, different, but at the same time, 
fuck that. By you focusing on yourself and you just doing you, that's going to set you apart from all these other motherfuckers. Trust me. Trust me. And not that, uh, not to get too far into a whole another conversation here, but I know yeah. that's one thing Julia kind of touched on with me is like, I just came at her different than anybody else. She said, and yeah. every other guy was like, oh, come smoke with me, or what are you doing tonight? Let's hang out tonight. Like They'd only hit her up yeah. at certain hours that obviously meant I just want to yeah, have like sex. Yeah, like fuckboy status. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And they would only respond to texts that they felt were necessary to respond to. I was over here making plans to actually meet up, go out on a date, let's hang out here, we're going to do this at this time. And she was caught off guard by that, like, wow, a guy that's actually making an effort to do X, Y, and Z things, and these other guys that hit me up aren't doing that. So... Yeah, just make the effort. I Effort goes a long way. <laughs> and it's been going a long way for me and mine now for almost three years because we, for the most part, always seem to make that effort. So Yes, yes. Nothing's really? ever going to be perfect, but no, effort goes a long way. So Yes, true. Very true. Just re- right, remember so with, that. With, with closing shit, honestly, uh, one simple... Be patient. Seriously. Shit shit is going to happen the way it's going to happen. Overthinking a lot of things is not going to make it any good. Should you observe and then, you know, act? Of course. But take that freeze and just whatever way you want to look at it. That's just the way I'll leave it. Sounds good to me, man. <clears throat> and if you guys like what you heard on the podcast today, be sure to like us follow what we do, and uh, stay engaged on the post on social media. You can follow me at BryceTV2.0 on Instagram or follow us on the podcast page at The Bar Podcast on Instagram. You can follow Lewis at Low Cost Customs. Yeah, it's it's the work one for now, but okay. I got to set one up. I want to make sure I got it right. Yeah, follow Lewis at Low Cost Customs on Instagram. And we appreciate everyone for listening. Also, um, if anybody ever, any female, any male, or any couples, a couple would really be nice, ever yeah, want to yes. guest yeah. appearance on the podcast and share a conversation with us, feel free to hit us up on those social media sites and let us know. Um, In the meantime, we appreciate you listening and have a nice day. Peace.